Hey everyone, it's Delta Work, and it's time for another episode of Very Delta. This is an episode we're calling Very Scary Delta, because Halloween begins right now, and it lasts all month long. Today I talk about celebrities who don't say thank you to people who open doors for them. We're also going to share some juicy insider McDouble tea, and we welcome my favorite Ukrainian witch, the gorgeous, the beautiful Madame Pamita is here. Do you want to see me go off? I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Do you love black cats like me? Do you write spells in your diary like me? Do you go to the dark side like me? Do you wear poison by Christian Dior only during Halloween like me? Are you a grave robber like me? Are you the key master like me? Well, if you are, then you must be Very Scary Delta. Very Scary Delta Halloween Worktacular. Hey everyone, I'm Delta Work. Welcome to another episode of Very Delta. This month, all episodes are going to be called Very Scary Delta because Halloween begins right now and lasts all month long. Very Delta is a podcast and a YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and cast a spell. Very Scary Delta is for the woman whose favorite snack on JetBlue was the Terra Blue chips until they took them off the menu. Coming up, my favorite witch, Madame Pamita, is here. But first, let's get into a few things that are very Delta. Go off, Delta. You want to hear a real horror story? Celebrities who don't say thank you when someone opens the door. I'm talking about the door to a restaurant, the door to a hotel, the door to a car. You know why they don't do that? Because they're full of shit. Are you full of shit? Are you ill-mannered like some celebrities? I bet you are. I'm not. And you don't have to be. You can be just like me. And you can say thank you when people do nice things for you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's elegant. At the minimum, it's just polite. There's no reason to assume that everyone is there to open the door for you. Even if they're paid to be a door person, there's no reason for you not to say good morning or thank you or I'll see you shortly. Why not just be mannered? It's such an easy thing, especially this Halloween season when you're out trick-or-treating. You can say thank you when someone gives you a piece of candy. No one owes you candy. Teach your children now. When they're going door-to-door trick-or-treating, they're really just begging for food. That's all they're doing. So why don't you teach them to say thank you? They're going to remember that, and those are going to be the same people who are going to go to restaurants and not say thank you because you didn't teach them to. That's your job. That's my job. You know, I think when people are rushing to their car to get in and they don't say thank you to the person who's opening the door, which very well might be someone they know, and that person knows they're not going to say thank you or they've said thank you in the past, I think what happens is the celebrity thinks a lot more is going on than is really going on. I think they think a lot more people are looking at them in their outfit. And in reality, like the average person isn't really looking. The paparazzi are looking and the paparazzi are staring because they're going to document it for people to look at later. 
But the people that are going to be impressed by anything that they're doing are not going to be impressed by bad behavior. The paparazzi and even any fans that may be walking by and may realize what's happening in that moment are only going to be impressed by really good behavior. And that's kind of unfortunate because the reason they're impressed is because they're surprised. They're surprised that a celebrity was being nice because they're used to them not being nice. We hear it in in song lyrics. We hear songs that are like, I've got more money than God and I, I wouldn't fuck you and you wish you could be me and all I do is drink vodka all day. And you hear those song lyrics over and over and the celebrities believe those lyrics. We don't believe those lyrics. We know that that's not true, but celebrities think that. And actually celebrities think that as well. People on Instagram and and TikTok and want people to believe that like life is happening so much greater than it's really happening. So I've got to shit on everyone so they know I don't have time for all this bullshit. Just run me my bag. I need my money, honey. I need to get places. I need to make money moves. You're not doing anything. You're standing, you're sitting at home with a ring light in front of you from Walmart, pretending like life is really great. We've all lived through the pandemic. We've all learned what a ring light is, and we've all learned what several ring lights are, and we know how to stage things around us to make it seem like where you live is an estate and it's beautiful. I spent the past two years doing it myself, telling people where I live is so glamorous and gorgeous. It's not a two-bedroom apartment off the side of the fucking freeway. But guess what? Celebrities do have the money, and they are living in beautiful places. They don't have to stage anything, but they are still doing it, and they are treating people shitty. The rest of us aren't. Why are they? I've never been a server in my life. I have so much respect for people that are in the service industry as far as uh, wait staff at a restaurant or at a coffee shop. I think those people are doing God's work. Uh, when they do come to your table, I do get the feeling that people don't say thank you or show their, their graciousness uh, as often as they should. But I think there are some people that are showing it too much. I think when someone comes and say refreshes your your iced tea, I think you can say thank you. And then every time they engage in a conversation with, would you like more iced tea or can I get you more bread? That is sort of your uh, opportunity to say thank you or to acknowledge. If they come through in the middle of a conversation and they just refresh your water, I think it's okay to give a nod or maybe just sort of a smile because they know that you are there to have a conversation, to have a good uh, a, a good meal, a dinner, a lunch, whatever it is. I don't think that they are looking to have conversations with everyone that is sitting at a table. I think it's taxing on them. I don't I don't think that they think you're being rude if you don't acknowledge them every second that they come to the table. But if they start the engagement first, I think you absolutely should say Something like, thank you, or yes, I would like some more iced tea, or I appreciate it. Something simple. Life is like a game of dominoes. When people see you behaving a certain way, and then it just knocks down, everyone starts behaving in that same manner. If they see celebrities who have money, people that they admire, people that they want to be like, behaving kind to other people, they know that that is fierce. It's not fierce to be bitchy. It's not fierce to be mean. It's not fierce to read people and tell people, uh, I need this and I need it now. It's really fierce and it's really diva to just be polite to people. And you don't have to be overly polite. I mean, there is something, there is some truth to the idea that false sincerity is the same thing as being rude. You can be overly sincere and it's no longer sincere. It's just placating at that point. There is a, you have to strike a balance between both. 
I'm so excited to announce my brand new video. If you are into lifestyle and sophistication, this will be the video for you. I have a very high budget and a very amazing team that I've assembled to launch a video about how to get in and out of a car properly, how to acknowledge the people opening the door for you, how to keep your knees closed while still stepping out of a car, how to descend a car in a gown, in pants, really at any event or any place of consequence. So look out for my brand new video coming to the Mom Podcast Network right here on YouTube and right here, as always, for you. So stay tuned, Madam Pemit is here, to read me, Delta. Do you want to see me take a break? I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, you can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome back. My guest today is a witch, an author, the owner of the spiritual apothecary Parlor of Wonders, a rock singer, a burlesque artist, a little bit of everything, including a philanthropist. May I call you Pam? Yes, of course. Of course. Welcome, Madam Pamita. Thank Love. you so much. Thank you for Thank being you. here. You know, this is like the highlight of my month. I've been, and October is a big month for witches. Right. But coming here on your show, because I'm a big fan of your show. I listen to it while I go on my Pokemon walks. So. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. <laughs> well, we, we've we known each other for a long time now. And um, even before I asked you like to come be on the show, you had already like sent me a message saying like, I'm going to come to the live. I'm coming to the live already. I secured tickets. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I want you to be a guest on the show. Like it was just, <laughs> it was like, we don't see each other uh, often, but we stay in contact all the time. Obviously social media, um, we don't stay, we stay in contact through social media, but we also do a charity event every year, which is super, super fun and is coming up. That's right. The yeah. Witch's Ball, Madam Ozma, my sister witch, Madam Ozma's uh, Witch's Ball that she right. has. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. We can talk about that a little bit later, but before we start, you've prepared a candle spell. I have. Yeah. This is uh, for celebrities who don't say thank you to people who open doors for them. And it doesn't have to be just like a physical door. It could be 
any opportunity to say thank you right. to people in the service industry. Right. It's yeah. so it's like is hospitality forgotten? Is I think so. Graciousness forgotten? I think good so. manners, basic good manners. Yeah. Come on. Well, um, so how do we do what, how, what what goes into a candle spell for something like this? Well, you start with a candle. So okay. first you start actually first you start with your intention. You have to come with your intention. So we have a mission here, which is that mm-hmm. we're going to get celebrities to be more kinder to the people that help them. So we start with that intention and then we bring in a candle. We pick a candle that is symbolic of what we want and we bring in a color. Okay. So we have lips candles because it's about talking, how they speak to people. Okay. And we have a pink candle, which is about harmony, healing, friendship, kindness. It can be about romance, but we're also taking it in that direction of kindness and just being friendly and nice. So. And so what do we do next? So uh, we do you want me to do it as yeah, I talk to you? Yeah, okay, show so me. the next I'm thing excited. we're going to do is we're going to put some oil on it. The oil is talk to me oil. Okay. So the oil is formulated with essential oils and herbs to help facilitate communication, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this could be used for something like uh, you want someone to talk to you, but it can also be sent in the direction of having the words be nicer, right? Right, right. Then we're going to put some herbs. We got some lavender, which is calming, healing, soothing, loving. And we have some pink rose petals, which are about being sweet and loving. And then we have some peach quartz, which is about compassion. Compassion, which is what we're trying to get celebrities to be, is compassionate. Mm -hmm. We can also sprinkle a little glitter on there because... Doesn't love glitter. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I like that. <laughs> do you I like, like glitter? That. I do love glitter. So then, what happens next with that? Then um, we put it all together and we light it. Is that the glitter? That's the glitter. Okay. Of course. Look at that glitter. Looks, how that is it glitter just, lip. How is it just sticking to that with because the oil? Oil. Okay. Oil. So we put. Whoops. We put that down. Okay. And then we're gonna put the herbs around it. Then we're gonna put the gems around it. And then we're gonna light it. Okay. Simple as that. We want to focus our attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so we might say some words to focus that. Okay. So, should I close my eyes? You can close your eyes. Okay, that'll help. May all celebrities, may all wannabe celebrities, may all has beens, may all successful rising stars and the celebrities that are at the peak and pinnacle of their fame be kind to those around them. So mote it be. I feel it. I do too. Yeah. There's spirits in the air. There are. Actually, you know, I watch I watch like a lot of those like ghost hunting shows, which I think are obviously there's gonna be some level of Hollywood to it. Yeah. But every ever since I've been watching those, anytime I see any footage and like a mosquito flies by, I'm like, that's an orb. That's an orb. <laughs> and I know it's not always an orb. Sometimes it's just dust. But I think they pro- there probably are orbs all around. Well, I can testify. I used to yeah. have an office right next to a cemetery. Okay. And I used to do talking spirit board in there. And I started seeing orbs, dark and light orbs in there. And I'm telling you, it was the spirits from the cemetery coming over because I was doing really? that. Yeah. You know, people can think I'm crazy. <clears throat> and I, I said to those spirits, you want to follow me to my new store? And they didn't follow. They stayed there. Hmm. So... That's an odd thing that they were yeah. there in one place and not in another. So, yeah, spirit. I feel like, too, uh, this maybe is crazy, but sometimes I feel like former pets are still in my home because I literally feel 
the sensation of them like jumping up on the bed and and we do have other other cats but they're clearly in another room asleep and and I feel it I can feel them walking and I think oh maybe that's just like what I'm used to so I'm just it's residual like that's what you're used to feeling but sometimes I think it's real and I see my cats kind of look around sometimes at nothing maybe as a fly but you know I don't know I'm telling you I'm telling you the pets know and don't you ever have that thing where you see a pet out of the corner of your yes. eye? It's your pet that's passed on. Yes. So many people have had that experience. I mean, it can't be, you know, just imaginary. It's real. And, you know, my my cats that I that I have now, I've had for four, probably four and five years. So long enough for me to commit their names to memory. But there are days when I will keep calling them by a, the, a deceased pet's name. And I sometimes feel like... It's not just a memory lapse. I feel like it's something putting it in me that I'm thinking about them. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if that's true yeah, or not, but yeah. that's just what. Well, what's the harm in believing in it? Right. It's not going to it's not hurting anybody. Right. So if you have I mean, this is very typical for people that are intuitive or have mystical experiences. The very first thought you have is am I making this up? Is this just me? Am I going crazy? These are very normal because it's a different part of your brain that's working. And so it can conflict with the rational part of your brain. If you don't want to believe it, that's fine. If you want to believe it, that's fine. Who are you hurting by believing it? That's really, I mean, the way I I see it is that there's just so many people that are afraid that everyone's going to make fun of them or everyone's going to say, that's so weird, or or, you're not thinking logically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's the case. Yeah, exactly. So You know, either you grow up and you embrace your weirdness of whatever weirdness that is or whatever offbeat thing, uh, or you, uh, you know, try and figure it out in whatever way. Right? I like that. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll be back. Welcome back. We are here with Madam Pamita. We've just done a spell and we've just been chit-chatting about everything, all of it. Yeah. But we didn't get to the most important thing, which, which is, is I have a gift for you. I have two oh gifts gosh. for you. Okay. It's a bottle of wine. No, it's not. <laughs> I love this gorgeous bag. So this is the serious gift. Okay. This, this is... is stevia syrup that is going to change your Life. Oh my gosh. It is the most delicious. I have it every morning in my coffee. Zero sugar, zero calories, 385 servings per bottle. And it's made with stevia. And this it is tastes so amazing. No bitterness. Really? No stevia bitterness. It is the most amazing thing. So I'm not I'm not sponsored by them. I just love it so much. And I know you're a stevia queen. Yes, I love it. And this. so I said she has to find I've out about this. I've never heard of this brand ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. have to you. order it online. I think they have it like at Whole Foods and stuff like that. But you can order it online. But it is so good. It's so thank good. You. You're going to thank me. I'm going to get oh, a text from you. My I know. Gosh. I am so excited. Do you put this in coffee? What do you Coffee. Think? You can put it. I put it in cereal, coffee, anything you oh, want. Sweet. Okay. It's vanilla. But they have a plain one that's like a simple syrup one. They have a pumpkin spice. They have oh, everything. But vanilla is my favorite. I think this is the where to start. I that would think. Vanilla is where to start. And this, this is... is. Can I say what it is? Yes. These are parking tickets with very shady 
things that you can check off that you can put on the cars that park in the red in front of your apartment building? Driving while stupid. <laughs> Piece of shit violation. Hog taking up juice. <laughs> so I, I'm picturing Delta in like a 1960s British meter made outfit. Okay, okay. Fabulous like 60s kind of mod look. Okay. Pencil skirt out there writing the ticket and this putting it is on the car. Fears. I have never <laughs> seen parking over or too far from the curb, which is a lot of people. Obstruction of the driveway, road, crosswalk or this is so and these are so spot on. <laughs> I cannot believe these gifts. Thank you. Well, I listen to your show. I'm a fan of your show. Of Literally, like this is proof in the pudding. With <laughs> Tickets for those damn people that park on the red in front of your they house do. that you can't see. They still, and they'll look at me when I'm driving out and they're like, yeah, I sure am. And I'm like, but when you come in, when you're coming out of here and someone's parked there, you're going to be mad. It's like that thing of like, when you're driving through like a parking lot yeah. and people are like, oh, get out of the way, get out of the way. I got to get parked. And then as soon as they park and they become a pedestrian, they're mad at everybody who's driving crazy. Well, who are you, a driver or a pedestrian? Or are right? you both? Right. I don't get it. Don't hurt my so Delta. you um, were going to do a like a, a, a brief past life reading. Yes. Yeah. I know this probably. I mean, you can't just bundle all of your thoughts into like a few seconds. We can do it. So there's lots of ways to approach a past okay. life reading. You can do a regression with a hypnotism. That takes some time. Mm -hmm. You can do um, a visualization. There's lots of methods. But there's a method that you can use cards to do a past life reading. And okay. I found it to be amazingly accurate. And it's fast. Okay. It's what I'm going to be doing at Madame Ozma's okay. party. I love this. So we can do this. And we can show what it is. And right. then maybe people will come out to Madame Ozma. More people will come yeah. out to Madame Ozma's party. I love party. that. Yeah. What I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you pick. There's two decks that I use. Okay. One is the archetypes deck, and the other deck is called It's Your Karma. Okay. So uh, the archetype deck shows us, like, your personality in that past life, mm -hmm. and the It's Your Karma shows us where and when you lived. Okay, I love okay. this Okay. Ah. <laughs> because in my mind, I feel like I—, I You've I've lived had, so many that's lifetimes. That's what I feel like. You're an old soul. I, you're not old, but you're an old soul. I feel like young that. Body. Young, beautiful body. Okay, so just pick one. Pick one. Is this one or is that That's one? That's one. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to have you pick one of these. So okay. turn over the circular card and we'll find circular out when you live. Circular card is United States Civil War era, 1850 to 1900. This already, okay. Is ringing true. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I have a, a an extremely um, acute uh, uh, like connection to anything that is sort of just before the turn of the century. I feel like I can smell the smells. I feel like I can hear the noises. I constantly post pictures of houses that are from 1850 to 1910. Um, I, f I feel a connection to like a woman. Maybe I was a woman. I uh, Anyway, I don't know. I can't do the reading. You're here to do the reading. But this is, this is confirmation though. And I'll bet you one of the things as an artistic person and a visual person uh -huh. Um, do you watch movies that are supposed to be in that time period and yes. go, they got the hair wrong? Yes. They got the clothes wrong. Yes. They didn't talk like that. Yes. That is a sure sign when that's we see so them portraying a certain time period and you're like, mm, that's not how it was. Right. Right? Yes. Okay, let's so see who you were in that lifetime. What does it say? Um, judge light attributes, balancing justice and compassion, managing fair distribution of power, uh, shadow attributes, offering only 
destructive criticism, missing, uh, misusing business, legal or criminal authority. You know what I'm picking up is I do pick up female energy and I do pick up power in that time, mm. power and wealth. Okay. And it really was a time where you, through very subtle means, could make or break someone's success. Wow. And you had that power. Wow. I see you. It's, what I'm picking up is a wealthy woman. Um, and it's almost a little bit like Maggie Smith and Downton Abbey. Okay. You know, wealthy, had money, had power, and could make or break someone. But you were in the, the U.S. I see you on the East Coast somewhere. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, Boston is where I'm picking up. So it's old money, old school, old um and and there's this whole world where in that time the men had the power sort of in the outer world, you had the power in the social world. So someone was invited to the party, they were in your good graces. Someone was not invited to the party, everybody looked at them. Why was it, why weren't they invited to her party? These very subtle things, you which I think you probably have that gift now, but you use it and you don't abuse it. You mm. use it, but you don't abuse it. This is feels feels. I, uh, this is so weird. I, it feels heavy in a way, or weird. I can rem- like when I was in high school. I don't know why. I had this fascination that I was going to go to Boston University. I told everybody, I'm going to Boston University. I'm going to study journalism. That's where I'm going. And I had never known anything about it other than seeing something like I saw it on, I don't know, uh, reading about it or something. But I felt like that's the only place that I need to go to school. Like, I don't need to go anywhere else. I don't need to apply. I not know any of this. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that was that was the thing. I also, um, like for Halloween, you know, I, one of my favorite things to do is Lizzie Borden. Like yeah. the character yeah. Lizzie Borden is my, it's my favorite. I tell people all the time, I should just have variations of the Lizzie Borden dress and only wear that in drag. And whatever numbers I do, it should just be in that. And I should convince people that this is the accurate look for everything. Yeah. That little time. I don't even like glamorizing it. I like it small as possible and tiny earrings and like limited makeup. I, 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 I'm so compelled to look like that. At Halloween, it's my favorite look to wear. Wow. It's so weird what you're saying. Like, I never thought that this would spell itself out like that. I really mean this. Yeah. So the cards for me, if you're like, it's a way of entering into that and seeing that movie of Mm -hmm. who you were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just pull two cards and you can, I can jump right into that timeline, right into that movie and see exactly your energy why did Judge come up? Because you had power. Mm-hmm. You had power and you would. And I think that's why, honestly, you get upset about things like celebrities not being nice because it's not gracious and it's not mannerly. Right. And why you get upset about the cars not following the rules and parking where they're supposed right. to park because it's it, it offends you. Right? Yeah, it, do, it, <laughs> it is offensive. offensive. Yeah, because you wouldn't do it to someone else. Right. Yeah. But this is coming from that past life. That is so interesting. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, we filmed a music video for Manila Luzon. Yeah. And it was at this place. I want to say it's called the Richards Mansion. And it was in Redlands. Yeah. And we went out there and I got there early and I wanted to walk around. And it was just like turn of the century, gorgeous place. And there was like, um, oh, like a person in charge, like the, the, the keeper or whatever of the place. I don't know, the docent. And I said, is it okay to walk around? She said, sure, you can walk around, look wherever you want. 
And I remember there was just pictures everywhere and I couldn't stop looking. And then I realized I was in these like really steep stairs, like back by a kitchen. And I was like, these, these, these are like those, uh, what do they call them? Um, oh, there's a name for those stairs, like widow stairs or yeah, something, yeah. you know, because they're so steep. Yeah. And I can always remember, I've always had a fascination too with, in my family, it was always a thing that um, the girls were always told when they were walking down the stairs to walk sideways. And I always thought, why? What does that have to do with anything? And that's when I realized like, oh, because back in the day, those stairs were so narrow, your foot would not fit properly and you were carrying a long dress. So it just makes sense to me that even in drag, no matter what I'm wearing, when I descend stairs, I always go sideways. So weird. Right? How do you know that? I don't know. You know, I'm the first one to say it may not be a past life. It may be something else. But there's this is the best explanation that we have is Mm -hmm. that it was a past life. Well, and like you said earlier uh, in the first segment, what is it hurting to to explore this and find out? Because I think, you know, you did these cards now. What if, uh, in, you know, when we do the next thing uh, at Madame Ozma's and I'm like, oh, do mine again. Because I, f- I also feel this interesting connection to the time between 1940 and 1960. Um, there's something about that time and there's something about that time with regards to medicine that's scary. So like institutional medicine, 1940s to 1960s is so I, I collect vintage purses that are only from that time period. And I don't know why. I don't even use them, but I'm compelled to collect them. Couldn't tell you why. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I just love it. It's just such a mystery and so fun to explore. And yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm so excited because we also uh, we talked earlier about the benefit that we do every year, Madame Ozma's Witch Ball. Madame Ozma is, of course, a witch sister of Madame Pemita and also, is also my drag daughter. And um, does this event every year at the Crest. And every year the uh, the charity changes. It's been Trans Lifeline. It's been Bienna Star. It's been a lot of different things, but it's always a charity event. Tons of people donate. Madame Pamita has had a presence there every single year. Um, uh, we uh, There's also like tons of raffle prizes. So I always style wigs for... for oh, so beautiful. It, they're so fun. Everybody clamors for your wigs. They want... It's, <laughs> it's so like, fun. There's like a... F- cat fight going on to get that wig when- and and also too uh there's another uh another wig designer ornan who also uh donates a wig people are donating time there's so much to do it's a really cool event if you're if you're interested in doing something like this we will both be there it's like the one thing that i look for one of the main things i look forward to every year i take the night off because i want to do that and it's going to be saturday october 15th we're both going to be there you can get readings you can have food you can have a drag show Literally all of it. And it's off the beaten path. So that's what makes it a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going to a great cause. Yeah, yeah. a great cause. Why yeah. not? Let's take a break. Okay. We'll be back. And we're back. We're back with Madame Pamita. Now, this is part of the podcast that you know very, very well. This is where we open letters from Very Delta listeners and the watchers on YouTube in a segment we call Read Me Delta. Read Me Delta. If you'd like to send a letter to the show, you can email me at readmedelta at gmail.com. And then when our guests are here together, we will sort of break down whatever it is that you've sent in or read the shit out of you if you need to be read the shit out of. But, well, essentially, we will read the letter. It's my favorite part of the show. 
It's my favorite part too, but you know what the worst part is? I keep forgetting my letter opener. And I have them now. I've been gifted letter openers. You just conjured a letter opener, a magical letter opener. Oh my god! Look, Delta. Wait, is this is this your wand? What it's is... your wand. You get to keep it. It's your magical witchy letter really? opener. Yes. Is Are it literally kidding? a letter opener? It's a candle inscriber, but we'll use it as a letter it, opener. It's, it's working as a letter opener. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Look at that. And you can, you know, cast a spell on someone with it too. I put a smell on you. <laughs> All right, let's read this one. Hello, Delta, longtime fan and listener here. To answer your confusion, your confusion regarding the McDouble which you touched on during your rant on the Del Taco. I uh, I actually was a cook at McDonald's when the McDouble was first introduced on the menu, and I'm ready to drop insight on the subject. The double cheeseburger, which has two slices of cheese, used to be on the dollar menu, but cheese is a more expensive ingredient, so they removed the double cheeseburger from the dollar menu and introduced the McDouble instead, which is exactly the same sandwich, but with one slice of cheese. So the McDouble cheeseburger was suddenly like $2.29 and the dollar menu had less cheese on it so Ronald could save a penny. Hope that <laughs> enlightens you. Ronald could save a penny. <laughs> so, okay, so they, they just took one ingredient off. Did you know, did you know that the filet of fish, if you've ever eaten one of those, yes. only comes with half a slice of cheese? That's part of the recipe. What? I don't know why that, that particular item. I feel like there maybe there's a breakdown where they're like, in each sandwich... Like price point, this is how much we want to spend on ingredients. So Ronald something is a cheap bitch. You know what they could do to save a little money is get uh, a little less of that tartar sauce on there because right? there's so much fucking tartar sauce <laughs> on the sandwich. And I love tartar sauce, but it's like, come on, come on, come on. splooge. It's a little spoogey. Yeah. Did you know British people don't particularly align themselves with tartar sauce? It's like an American thing. Really? Kind of like ranch dressing. Oh, yeah, that's right. In England, it's uh, malt vinegar. Yeah, and which is delicious. I love that, too. Oh, it's so oh good. God, it's so it maybe, may, I don't want to say better, but but it is good. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I listened to your taco rant, and I agree. Yes, I know. Why do they do that? I don't know. What's your favorite fast food, if you had to pick? Well, In-N-Out. Is good. In-N-Out's good, even though they have those, that you know, Christian propaganda oh, on it. Oh, they do? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't been there in I years. I get a but... little... I get a little torn. Hmm. At least I'm not eating Chick-fil-A. That's all I have to We're say. We're not eating Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> I. Um, There's another. It's not technically fast food, mm-hmm. but it's not. They don't have Christian propaganda on it. Okay. <laughs> Which is, I love a main chick. Do you know, have you ever tried main no. chick? It's that Nashville hot chicken. Okay. They've got a little chain. I think it's local to LA. Okay. You got to find them. They're not everywhere. There's one in the Valley. There's one in like West LA and, you know, but it's the hot chicken sandwich, and it's a little bit spicy, but you can get it really spicy. I'm addicted to it. You love so it. So good. You so love good. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other letter is here. It's in oh. a bag. Who sent you a letter in a bag? No. You know what? My producer, Mark, is <laughs> he does a lot of interesting things, which I love. I told you, he's the sweetest man ever. But there's he no, is. there's no, um, there's a reason for this. Yeah. Wait, that candle's going in, isn't it? Yeah. The flame has gotten bigger. The lips are pressed down. It's working hard. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay, here's a letter. Yes, God Delta. I hope this message finds its way to you, my queen. I would be so gagged. You are beauty. You are excellence. You are drag. May I ask you a question? Okay, here's the thing with me. I am 38 years of age. 
I have been a twink all these lovely years, but I don't know what to call myself anymore. I still feel and serve like a twink. It's my identity. Uh, Very submissive, petite, and moisturized. I always look for the daddy type. But the competition is getting fiercer out there with all these skinny bitches. Plus, I may have gained a few pounds over the years, and so it's becoming harder and harder to serve the twink fantasy. Here's the tea. I'm not mentally ready to transform into a bear, an otter, or a daddy. I will always be a twink at heart, and my grinder profile will always be set to twink, even if I get hate for it. I notice trade calling me daddy in bed more and more. What the fuck am I supposed to do from the aging twink? Wow. I think. Can I yes, comment on this? Yes, please do so. Well. Oh. <laughs> I feel. I feel. I feel I'm getting some wisdom on this. The um, I really feel like this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity is to get out of a label. Mm-hmm. So when we're, I think when we're young, we like, it's comforting to go into something that's sort of pre, pre-made and prefab. Mm-hmm. But. If you get out of that thinking, you as an individual are a unique, beautiful, fabulous snowflake. And that beautiful snowflake can never be repeated. So maybe it's time to identify as who you are, you know, your name. And, you know, it's almost I think you are a great example of that because you're Delta. Mm -hmm. Right. Would someone be able to categorize you in a certain drag persona or certain drag style? Or are you your own style? I mean, I agree. I think uh, I think this is the opportunity to realize. I mean, we all, it, it's easy to say that, oh, I don't subscribe to labels. Like, it, it is hard, but, you know, it definitely for women or for people in the queer community or people where labels have already been put on them. And if you've always uh, been told that your power is in being a twink, you think that that's all the power that you have, like that it's based on the way you look. Now, I will say in our community, there 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 is a toxicity that exists where, um, you know, in the bear community, for instance, there are there are people that think, oh, well, if I'm hairy, then I'm a bear. But where 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 what about if you're not what if you have a bearish body, but you're not hairy? Like, where, where do you fall into that? Same with the twink idea. Like, this person says they're moisturized and they're young and they're feeling young. You can still feel that way, I think. You can still feel beautiful and, like, you're contributing because you are contributing even though the clock is still ticking. Like, it's okay you're, because you're moving forward. By writing this letter, you're moving forward with this knowledge that other people are viewing you a different way and other people are not subscribing because, you know, listen, you can have your profile set to whatever you want your profile to set to. You can say, this is how much I weigh. This is what I, this is how tall I am. Everybody's body's different. Somebody could meet you in person and go, you don't weigh that much. You're not really that tall because to them, I don't know, six foot and 165 pounds or 170 pounds is ideal. But then when they see it on you and you're not a worked out person, then they're like, you're skinny fat. Yeah. Or you look like this or you look like that. And so then it becomes this thing where, what does it matter what you say? Because they have to see you in person at some point. It is absolutely okay to be an aging twink. In fact, I, I know a couple of people in this position that, that literally have gotten to the point where they deny how long they've known certain people just because that tells other people how old they are. I literally know people like this. And I feel bad because 
they're at the top of their game. They're excellent. They're beautiful. They are super talented. But there's that one thing that the community has said to them this, when you take your drag off and then we see what you look like and then you're no longer valuable to us because you were only valuable when you were in drag. Now that you're out of it, I see that. Like for me, I don't speak in third person. Some people do. I don't. I don't feel like, I feel like I'm always Delta. It's just a little more heightened, yeah, when I have drag on. But everybody calls me Delta. Yeah. And that's just, that's me. Um, But I know that when I take my drag off, those same people that were interested in talking to me aren't really interested in talking to me anymore. Because then they just saw the Disney character take its head off. (laughs) And then they realize, oh, well, it's just not as sassy anymore. It's not as snazzy. I don't really want to see you go off because you just took it off. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that. They want to see the magic. So if you were to, you know, be here in in not this beautiful, uh, you know, silk velvet and all of these things, other people might not believe it because they need you to look this way or else you're not as powerful. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like we I think that's I think that's a very and I say this like a young soul, not a young, but a young soul mm-hmm. way of looking at the world is that we have to put things into some kind of, um, you know, box and we say that's in the box. And then there's this Uber uh, idea that we're aiming for, like I the the Uber twink or the Uber mm-hmm. bear, right? Mm-hmm. And, and nothing will ever measure up to that concept that we have. But when you stop playing that game, maybe of being in a label or a box, right. let, it, let everyone call you what they're going to call you. Right. They can call you twink. They can call you not a twink. They can call you whatever. But- when you start to identify, I think that's one of the things that I feel like drag has done for me as a cis woman mm-hmm. is to show me anyone can be beautiful. Anyone can be glamorous. You don't right. have to have you don't have to look like a supermodel, be six feet tall and weigh 10 pounds right. to be fabulous and beautiful. You don't mm-hmm. have to be 20 to be beautiful. You know, this is why I think that the more out people are with aging, size, all of these things, the more um, we can see the beauty in all of it. So right. even the aging twink, right? Whatever. Oh, absolutely. Right? There's a, this is a, this, hey, listen, there's somebody with that fetish too, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> there yeah. is. You know, when I, went, when I went to beauty school, I remember I had uh, a teacher that said to, to the boys or the, the quote unquote men in the class, and there were three of us, she said, you all are always going to make more money than the girls in here. I'm just telling you that right now because- The women that are going to be your clients want a man's opinion and they don't want to be threatened by the man. So you're going to give them both of those things. I don't care how horribly you do hair. As long as you can hide the bad haircut, you're always going to make more money than the girls, even if the girls work harder. And the reason I say that is because it reminds me of a conversation that I had recently where um, someone in my family mentioned that there was another family member who had long hair. And they said, she's getting to that age. She's going to have to cut her hair. Do you remember that? Like that, that, have you heard that? Is that still now. It's a thing where, where women are at a certain age, you should cut your hair and you can't have dark hair. You have to go blonde. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But it's that ingrained thing that you can't have long purple hair. You must be, are you Cindy Lauper? You must be crazy. <laughs> oh, I wish I was Cindy Lauper. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on. It's such a weird place we live in. It, ha- it goes, it's for women. It's for queer people. It's for men too. I mean, cisgendered men, uh, I believe very often hate the way that they hate because 
They were conditioned to believe you're only virile if you hate people. You're only strong and powerful if you do that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I think that, I mean, I think that for me, feminism frees everyone. Right. You know, that's my opinion. It frees everyone because I wouldn't want to be a man, a cis man in this world and have to like always be macho and always be the, why, why does that, why do we hold these ideas that people have to be this certain way to be valid? And if Mm -hmm. you're less than that, you're not valid. It's, it's insanity. I mean, even at 46 years old, I sit here at 46 years old, there's even other queer men that maybe are more masculine just in the way that they are. They just happen to be more masculine that because of that nod to that, I sometimes think like, well, I ha- I have to let th- them lead because th- in this world, like that's what we've been trained to believe. And like I stop myself and I'm like, no, it doesn't matter who it is. Like my opinion is just as equal. And I've always thought that and I've always been raised that way. But there are times when you realize in this in certain settings, uh, you know, there's still a hierarchy. If you're not as quote unquote gay, well, then this, you know, cis straight community is more interested in your opinion. You know what's so interesting, Del, is I always think of you as being like that 80s, I'm sorry, <laughs> like that 80s, um, 9 to 5, move like Dolly Parton and 9 to 5, like getting hers, right? I love that. You're so strong, so powerful. I love that energy. I admire it and I emulate it. So I love Thank it. You. You're such a leader. So Thank you. it's surprising to me that you say that you sometimes feel like you have to you have that moment where you think yeah. that because that's great to hear because it also makes us realize that we can have those moments, but then we can go, ah, no, I'm going to do the other yeah. thing, right? Yeah. People don't like that when you step outside of the cage they put you in. Yeah. They don't like it. It makes them so uncomfortable because then you become unpredictable. Then they're like, wait, what do you mean you think you're beautiful? You're not the archetype of beauty. Well, why are you? Why do you keep saying that? And we see that even more with like, uh, you know, a singer like Lizzo, for instance, that that breaks these barriers. And, and, and it's weird when people go, oh, she, you know, Lizzo is so has such a brave body type. I'm like, what does that mean? Why do you have to say that? Why do we have to say that? Like, well, I don't understand. Because just be people expect yeah. you to be over here and go, oh, well, you're a beautiful singer, but cover up. <sighs> you know, you're this, but do that. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's 2022. The, the planet is burning to shit. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sure. You know what I mean? We're just like blaring through like nothingness. Yeah. Everything's catching on fire. I know. Whatever. I just hope that that writer of that letter finds their their identity and that twink, that mature twink. Right. right? And they love it and they embrace it and they they say maybe they're leading the way. Maybe they're leading the pack and something that new identity that's going to be others path as well. Yeah. I agree. I think there's nothing more beautiful than being exactly who you want to be, exactly who you feel you are. You don't owe anyone an explanation as to why you identify as a twink or or once identified as a twink or why you want to be effeminate or why you like this or that. Or, and tell your sexual partner, whoever that is, that is, is telling you, calling you daddy, tell them, I, I don't like that. I don't yeah. want to be called that. I prefer that to not be something you say. And if they have a problem with it, well, then they're in line. It's good that you know now. Yeah. It's good that you know now, but if it's not bringing you pleasure and it's not bringing you, you know, tomorrow your rent's going to be the same price. So cut all these bullshit, all these people that are bullshit out of here. Don't make, don't let anyone make you feel like that. It's right? just awful. Why? Yeah. It's life is too short to feel 
like who you've always been is a problem. Yeah. Like yeah. you're aging out of that? No. 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 No, no we don't all. have time for that. Thank you for being here. I love you so I much. I love you. This is so fun. I feel like I could just sit here forever. I know. And I mean, this blew my mind. That blew my mind. I actually, you know, what if I check onto Instagram and I start seeing people like videos of people saying thank you and like have a nice day. You know, that came because I saw a video of somebody walking out a door, like a celebrity coming out, showing an outfit and the doorman, uh, door person opened the door and they just didn't even look. And then they just got in a car and then it was another one doing that. And some, and somebody, they were walking into a restaurant and the server said, oh, pardon me. And they just kind of pushed past. And I thought- that's not glamorous. That's not nice. That's not, why would, what, what is so hard about walking out a door and just saying, oh, thank you. Or you have a nice day. Or it's even a nod, an acknowledgement, look in the eye. Something. I mean, anything can be. Something. If they don't have, if they, you can, you can just look and nod and smile. Yeah. Right. And I get it if it's like a paparazzi thing. I remember uh, RuPaul, uh, we traveled together to the UK and when we got to LAX, RuPaul said, listen, there's going to be a lot of paparazzi. And they want to take pictures of RuPaul, obviously, because they want to know where the celebrities are going. Yeah. And she said, if I stop and take a picture with one, I have to take a picture with all of them or it becomes an issue. So just keep walking and nod and say, good morning, good morning, and just keep walking. And I remember like thinking, oh, but are people going to say something shitty? They're always going to say something shitty. You know what I mean? As long as you don't treat them shitty. And just as you said at the beginning of this, what is your intention? People will know. Yeah. People yeah. will know. You can be pretty on the outside and not pretty on the inside. We went ding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Very Delta with a special hello to everyone watching the talk show on YouTube. Very Delta comes out every Monday right here on the Very That podcast feed and on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Also, you know what's Very Delta? Subscribing to Mom Podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can also send questions about stylish entertaining, food that doesn't uh, or does deliver well. Good gas station manners to readmedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram. And where can people find you? I'm Madam Pamita everywhere. All one word, all no spaces, no dashes. Do you have those fakes to try and pretend to be you? Sometimes, yeah. We're all no dashes, no numbers, no any of that. Madam Pamita on all the socials. And they can go to uh, Parlor of Wonders. Yes, yes, Parlor of Wonders is my website. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. Check all that that out. Get get some spells together. Again, thank you for being here. Thank you you so much. I love you. So fun. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. <laughs>